we're in the middle of a series on how to manifest. I think it was Neville who said that even something that is unbelievable, if repeated often enough, will harden into facts. This means that if you're exposed to a message over and over and over again, your subconscious mind does not have the ability to decide whether it's true or not. If you keep exposing yourself to that information repeated over and over and over again, it will harden into your belief that it is fact. And the belief is hardened into a fact in your mind, even though it may be completely false. Because anything that is unsupportive of you being a free, sentient, powerful being is designed to program you to believe that you're less than. So always remember that anything that is unsupportive of anyone's freedom, of anyone's rights, of anyone's not being able to express themselves fully is a form of programming to train the subconscious mind to believe it as a fact in order to take away your power. And we do this to ourselves. When you look in the mirror and you think, I'm not something enough for something. Fill in the blank there. There's all kinds of things that people think. And they're completely false. It's a meaning that you've assigned because you've been exposed to information over and over again that appears to be facts. But just because something is repeated over and over again doesn't make it any more true the millionth time it's said than the first time it's said. It's just eventually the way our subconscious minds work. We believe it as if it was. So think about all the unhelpful programs that were programmed into you as a child even that way. Maybe you were told that you weren't smart enough. Why can't you be like so-and-so? They get all A's. Or, oh, honey, don't worry. You know, God just didn't give you that talent. That's a lie. You can develop any talent. You can have any talent that you want. As Neville said, there is nothing too wonderful to be true. You just have to program your subconscious mind to believe it's a fact. You use the very thing that has programmed you to believe that you are less than, to reprogram yourself into believing that you are a powerful, wonderful being, because you already are. You just have to reprogram yourself to believe that. Neville said that a long time ago, but since then science has said that that is true. I believe beginning back in the 1980s, it was publicly acknowledged that it was true that repeating something over and over Even if it was a lie, you could get people to believe it by repeating it. So if you repeat something often enough in your mind, or you write something over and over and over, you can convince yourself to believe anything, and more importantly, to expect anything you desire to happen. Repetition is recognized as one of the most powerful ways to reprogram your subconscious mind. The repetition of the rewriting and the writing out of your manifestation about how you feel in the now, as if you are already in that 3D experience, is just as powerful. 
Acknowledge your manifestation is already yours because this is the game. It's only a game because it already exists in the womb of creation, your imagination. You planted and fertilized the seed. You are pregnant with your manifestation. All you have to do is get out of your own way and instead of worrying and doubting, quietly without telling others, water and feed your seed in your subconscious mind with supportive and loving thoughts. Your thoughts and your feelings are the only things that can prevent you from realizing your chosen manifestation in the 3D. Your feelings are an outcrop of your thoughts and your previous experiences based on those thoughts. If either you're not being honest about what thoughts you're having, or you're just not able to identify what those thoughts are, your feelings are a secondary way of finding out where you are blocking your manifestations, because your feelings are the results of thoughts, often repeated thoughts that became patterns and were written into your subconscious as beliefs. These are the subconscious programs that we all get from the time we're very young when we didn't even know we were being programmed. Usually most people talk about it being aged zero to seven, but I would argue that there are a lot of people who are oblivious to all the subconscious programming until they're over 30. I might have been one of them. (laughs) Sadly, even people in advanced age are still walking around asleep in their unconscious state. 95% running on these subconscious programs. And there's no shame in that. We're all on a different path. The work you do on yourself to awaken from these hidden programs help others to see their own. Now, the important thing to recognize is that if your manifestation seems to be blocked, there's a feeling that will help you tune in to a different thought that maybe you're not aware of. Neville was a big proponent of the reversibility of things. Controlled imagination using feeling is one of the fundamental paths to manifesting, and this is important in the law of attraction because, remember, thoughts are simply vibrations, and our thoughts have different frequencies of vibration. This is important because the law of reversibility takes advantage of this matching frequency vibrations. So what you want to manifest has this vibration already. And if you're having trouble getting to that vibration, then you can use the law of reversibility. And that's where the power of going to the end, as Neville would say, and imagining it real and natural in your life right now, Becomes so powerful because it takes advantage of this law. And the law is this I'm going to read this straight out of Neville's book, Prayer the Art of Believing. The universal law of reversibility is the foundation on which its claims are based. Mechanical motion caused by speech was known for a long time before anyone dreamed of the possibility of an inverse transformation that is, the reproduction of speech by mechanical motion, a phonograph, for example. For a long time, electricity was produced by friction, without ever a thought that friction, in turn, could be produced by electricity. 
whether or not man succeeds in reversing the transformation of a force, he knows nevertheless that all transformations of force are reversible. If heat can produce mechanical motion, so mechanical motion can produce heat. If electricity produces magnetism, magnetism too can develop electric currents. If the voice can cause undulatory currents, so can such currents reproduce the voice, and so on. Cause and effect, energy and matter, action and reaction, are the same and incontrovertible. This is the law of highest importance, because it enables you to foresee the inverse transformation once the direct transformation is verified. If you knew how you would feel, were you to realize your objective, then inversely, you would know what state you could realize were you to awaken in yourself such a feeling. The injunction to pray believing that you already possess what you pray for is based upon a knowledge of the law of inverse transformation. If your realized prayer produces in you a definite feeling or state of consciousness, then inversely, that particular feeling or state of consciousness must produce your realized prayer. Because all transformations of force are reversible, you should always assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled. You should awaken within you the feeling that you are and have that which heretofore you desired to be and possess. This is easily done by contemplating the joy that would be yours or your objective an accomplished fact, so that you live and move and have your being in the feeling that your wish is realized. The feeling of the wish realized, if assumed and sustained, must objectify the state that would have created it. This law explains why faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, and why he calleth things that are not seen as though they were, and things that were not seen became seen. Assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled, and continue feeling that it is fulfilled, until that which you feel objectifies itself. If a physical fact can produce a psychological state, a psychological state can produce a physical fact. If the effect A can be produced by the cause B, then inversely the effect B can be produced by the cause A. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received them, and you shall have them. Use the feeling that you identify If the feeling is unsupportive, like when you're trying to manifest love and you have this feeling in the pit of your stomach that you might first misidentify as excitement, that is really the fear of not being enough to deserve this love. When you reverse your feeling, then the thoughts associated with the feeling are overwritten as well. Even if you can never figure out What the thought is, because it happened so far in your past, you can use this technique. You don't have to go out and go to a psychologist to try and figure out what's buried in your three-year-old brain or even your teenage brain 
from being rejected by a prior love interest. All you have to do is change the feeling. That's what this tug-of-war in the law of attraction field is about thoughts and feelings. Some people say, oh, it's only thoughts, and other people say you can't manifest without a feeling. Yet others say it begins with beliefs. It cannot begin with beliefs, as we saw earlier. Beliefs are just thoughts, you repeated, often enough, coupled with a strong emotion oftentimes that created a belief which became a subconscious program. Those who say it is thoughts and those who say it is feelings are both partially right. You need to look at both. You need to look at both because your thoughts can block you and your feelings can block you. Feelings can launch thoughts because some feelings are the result of experiences you had after repeating thoughts over and over. Feelings can be triggered randomly out of the blue without thoughts because feelings can become programmed beliefs that trigger feelings without first a thought. It's as if we have this innate recognition of a pattern and it triggers this feeling in us. Feelings can launch thoughts because some feelings are the result of experiences you had after repeating thoughts over and over. Feelings are stored as stories in the physical body that do automatically launch subconscious programs. They can accelerate your manifestation, or they can slam on the brakes. Or, if you're in the neutral feeling state, your feelings let everything easily pass through. You don't have to be super excited, but you can be. If you, for example, wanted to manifest the lottery, your very first feeling might be excitement. But remember, excitement is not the best reaction to use in any situation because winning the lotto will completely change your life unless you're already wealthy. If it changes your life a lot day in and day out, your new life does become routine and habit, and the having of that money becomes normal and natural. After the initial excitement wears off, you don't live in that heightened, excited state all the time. Neville suggests a better way to approach it may be to have that neutral feeling. Like, yeah, it's commonplace. It's normal and natural. I have lots of money. I always have lots of money. Money flows to me in large amounts, day in and day out. $100,000 is no big deal. It'll be in my bank account by the end of November. There'll be more and more coming. Remember, people who are wealthy, it's normal and natural every day for them to deal in large sums of money. It comes in all the time. It's no big deal. And people have manifested money by doing that exact thing because of the law of reversibility we just talked about. Because if it's normal and natural, let's say when you act like it's not a big deal, like it's an everyday occurrence, then might not that speed it up because it's an everyday occurrence? There's no resistance there. But ginning yourself up to be all excited isn't something you can really live in day in and day out. It doesn't feel natural. And the unnaturalness of it can keep you from experiencing a large sum of money coming in. I know that goes against some success stories you hear about. 
the people that have manifested a lot of money over a long period of time or a lot of wins over a long period of time, they're not excited like that. To them, winning has become normal. They actually do treat it like it's common and everyday and ordinary. There's so much power in that. Just consider that. There was a woman who was called the luckiest woman alive. She won every contest and sweepstakes she ever entered. The first time I saw her interviewed, I remember thinking, wow, she's so matter-of-fact about winning all this stuff. She wasn't gushing to the interviewer. She was talking about it like it was a story about a Sunday drive. And that really struck me. You think about it and you're like, wouldn't you be jumping up and down? You probably would the first few times, but if you win every contest and sweepstakes you enter, then it's totally normal and natural. It's your life. It's just a matter of fact. And that's exactly how she was talking. Like, yeah, this is so great. I think it was about seven or eight years ago that I saw this interview. I thought about it later and I realized myself that if it was an everyday kind of occurrence in her life because she won all the time, she wouldn't be jumping up and down all the time because it's ordinary. It's regular. It happens all the time in her life. She expects it. She was very happy about it, but she wasn't jumping up and down. She was very matter of fact. But the key here is she expected it. And Florence Scovelshin talked about expecting. You're to expect it. It's the same teaching that Neville had about assumptions. You're to assume it is a done deal. And there is a nugget in there for you. A big, huge nugget. This is why people struggle. Because it's so out of their normal everyday life that the feeling that they associate with it may not be the reversibility feeling at all. Because if you think about it, if it's everyday, ordinary, and natural in your life, you would have that casualness about it. It would just be a part of your life. Maybe not the first six months. The first six months you might be riding on cloud nine. But after things settle down into a routine, it's going to feel normal and natural. And the power in that normal and naturalness of that manifestation being a part of your life and what that feeling is, there is the secret in the law of reversibility. Because you get that feeling, you identify it within yourself, and then you visit it. Any time during the day, you can do sats. You can just visit that feeling within you, this knowing, this assumption, this expectation that it is a part of your life, and it has to manifest. Isn't that interesting? That's the key for you. There's a key in here also for healing relationships, attracting back your specific person, manifesting money or manifesting someone you've never met, if it feels normal and natural, and you get to the point where it feels that way by bringing that feeling up in yourself, this is your gateway 
to manifesting anything and in a very fast way. You can go directly to remove the block inside of you and replace them with thoughts that fuel your manifestations. You are reprogramming yourself to expect what you want because it's normal and natural. And that's another reason why beginning with small but related manifestations is so powerful because it helps you prove to your conscious mind that manifestation is real and that all those unsupportive thoughts and feelings are trying to block you. And you'll be more interested in reprogramming those once you really consciously understand this. I call it having consciousness clicks. When you have a click like this in understanding, it can be very exciting because it's like, I get it. I totally get it. Not just intellectually, but in you, in your very being. It accesses a whole new level. After some successful small manifestations in quick succession, your conscious mind sits up and takes notice and begins to believe this is the way the universe works. It's normal and natural. And you really are manifesting what you want. Only you can block your manifestations. Your manifestations are not subject to anything outside of you. No circumstance other than your own thoughts, feelings, and expectations slash assumptions can stop your manifestation from coming. Nothing is outside of you. Everything is within you. You already have what you want right now in this moment. There's nothing you need to do except get out of your own way by reprogramming your mind to have empowering, supportive thoughts to support your chosen manifestations. There's no need to be fearful, frustrated, angry, or worried about any of it because the outcome is truly in your control. All you have to do is sit back and chill about the manifestation and get out of your own way, in your mind and your feelings. You likely have anchored feelings in the body, and it's important to do an inventory of those thoughts and feelings to identify where you might be holding yourself back, where you might be in your own way. And it's okay if you're a bit intimidated at first by your first attempt at a big manifestation. Do a deep dive. The more you identify where you're getting in your own way, the more you open the gateway to an avalanche of the manifestations you want. Go through all the thoughts and feelings to ensure they're all in alignment with the manifestation you want. Get yourself to the feeling that it is normal and natural for you to manifest this. There are no rigid requirements in manifestation. This is simply a framework to help you understand how it works. Anytime you think of that manifestation, the very first thought that comes to mind should be supportive of that. Thinking about your manifestation should bring up good feelings all the way around. It should generate calmness and fulfillment because that's how you acknowledge that you already have it. It's no big deal. You've got it. It's already yours. And that's the truth. And you can just repeat that over and over. Everything always works out for me. It's coming. It's on its way. It's already mine. I'm the creator in my reality. 
and I'm out of my own way. It's definitely coming. And that's the truth. It is. It's already yours. You are the only one standing in the way from seeing it in your 3D reality. And there you have it. The third key to how to manifest anything. Monitor your thoughts and feelings and change them to support the manifestations you want. So your manifestations take on the feeling of being normal and natural. From free to more personal options, following are some manifestation resources you may find helpful. If you're interested in manifesting love, first is the Manifesting Love Journal, available in hardcover and paperback from Amazon. It's a guided step-by-step way to tune in to exactly what you need to focus on to manifest the love you want, whether it's someone already in your life or someone you haven't met yet. All clients who work with me to manifest love pick up a copy prior to our first coaching session. If you're really ready to get serious, book a one-on-one mindset coaching session. One session can get you further in under one hour than you may have gone in the last year. And if you want to take a $497 value manifestation course, that's available right here on the podcast in my How to Manifest Anything series. It's a series of eight episodes of the podcast focused on step-by-step foundational information that you need to know to manifest absolutely anything. This is a must-know manifestation base for any technique that you could possibly use in manifestation. I have more key, in-depth informational podcasts coming up. And you want to have those eight episodes under your belt for what's coming in 2022. The links to all these resources are in the description. Until next time, remember, always believe in miracles, be well, and be love. You deserve the best. Namaste.